yeah, riding around with that Johnny Mac. I prayed up, got plenty of tracks. I read the facts, write the facts, hit the booth, put it on that wax. Explicit truth, not watered down. Talking about that full strength, ocean full of that living water. Man, I'm talking that full strength. And we're back. Um, so. Yeah, so you might be listening to this on To Live as Christ podcast. Uh, welcome to To Live as Christ. Or you might be listening to this on Sports and Jesus. Also, welcome. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome, yep. Yeah. That's uh, that's Will's voice that yeah. you hear. Um, I'm, I'm David. I guess I didn't even introduce myself on the last part. But I'm David, for those of you that are new to this podcast. Um, so our last episode, five years ago, just kidding, it was a few months ago, um, we, we kind of started a... We want to do somewhat of like a series on on mission and last episode we talked about missional living or really what it means and what it looks like to be a missionary where you live where you are in your home in your own culture um, at your job at your school what does that look like so if that's something you're interested in or if you haven't listened to that yet go check out episode 12 of sports and jesus and and that's where we discuss that um, and so today we want to talk about global missions or world missions or what does it look like? I guess so. Last episode was same culture. This is more like cross-cultural missions. Hmm. Um, so we really want to talk about why? Why do we do missions? Why is it important? Why? Why do I, as a Christian, why is it important for me to feel a burden? for lost people all over the world um so we want to talk about why we also want to talk about how 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 do you do it how are ways you can get involved what does it look like how has the church historically participated in mission on on a global level um so you know we if you're listening to this through sports and jesus um i would say that the sports part you know we we like sports we're sports fans but um, honestly, none of us played college sports. Some of us didn't even play. I didn't play high school. High, high school sports. So, I mean, we're we're really just fans. <laughs> to be fair, I was I'm five foot seven. Yeah. I knew better. Yeah, and five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds. I've been roll, I've been literally it's, rolling it's a here. Theater of the mind here. Where <laughs> yeah. We just created some really interesting pictures in people's heads. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, but. Missions is, I think, something we've... It's serious. Yeah, it's serious, <laughs> and it's something I, we've... I know, for me, personally, I have a little more experience in than um, playing in the National Football League, but um, I also know it's, it's something on, on Will's heart as well. Um, for those of you that don't know, I, I do some some work in, in Ukraine. actually probably have some of my Ukraine buddies listening to this, so shout out to you guys. Um in an episode coming up soon, I was able to, on my last trip to Ukraine, record an interview with the worship leader there in Rakiv, um, T- Timka, and had a really interesting conversation with him. We will be getting that out there to y'all soon. Um, we'll add it to a Sports and Jesus episode and probably make it its own episode on um, To Live as Christ podcast. So, uh, so yeah. So, that's good. So, Missions, world missions. Um, Again, quickly define world missions. We're talking about taking the gospel cross-culturally somewhere else in the world. This is 
traveling somewhere to people that are not like you with the purpose of bringing the gospel to them. A lot of, a lot of times in places where it's unfound. There. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, so so why? why? Why would someone do this? Why is this important? Um, the first reason and the chief reason, the most important reason, is for the glory of God. God is glorified when people are worshiping him. And as the Piper quote is, missions exist because worship doesn't. By the way, if you're looking for a book on missions, Piper's book, um, But the Nation Be Glad. Sorry, it took me a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which a, one? <laughs> is a great, uh, I guess I could have just looked up on the shelf Your up shelf there. Yeah. yeah. Um, got it. Two copies up there, actually. Mm. But Let the Nations Be Glad is a, is a great um, great book on missions and the importance of missions and the glory of God. Uh, so the glory of God is important. God is glorified through, through missions. That would be the most important reason, and that should be the reason that we keep in mind throughout the rest of this discussion. Um, the second reason would be for the joy of all people because... Um, I phrase that real Piper-like, I think. Um, (laughs) People are important. Uh, People are made in the image of God. We love people. Mm. We want what's best for people. We want to see people experience the joy that we have. And so let's bring that joy to them. Let's explain to them. Let's talk to them. Let's tell them what has fulfilled us, satisfied us. And that is the gospel. And that that is Jesus Christ. Um, I think it's really cool that the glory of God and the joy of all people, those two things aren't exclusive. They um, they go hand in hand. They go right right mm-hmm. together. That the glory of God is what brings people joy. So you can be... And, it's, a, and it's a command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which, yeah. yeah which, which is... The, the, on top of that. Yeah, yeah, which is the next point is that, yeah, it's... it's oh, oh, you're yeah. being obedient. You're... you're yeah. It is. Sorry, yeah. I wasn't looking at the uh, notes. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's six hundred pounds and blind. So, uh, <laughs> so I gained a hundred pounds from the last. Yeah, er, er, yeah. Every uh, you know, every, <laughs> every time, time I say speak. it, you're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the um, the Great Commission, which is uh, um, I think it's if you don't turn the page there. Uh, Matthew. Guess where we are, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> Bible drills, maybe. Well, Matthew twenty-eight. Matthew twenty-eight. Yep. Yeah. Um, you read. Yeah, so, read that right there. Yeah, it says, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you to the end of the age." Holman, yep. Holman Christian Standard Version. Yep. That was Matthew twenty-eight verses. 18. 18 through the rest. 20. Yeah. 20. Um, so that that's actually the last thing Jesus said before he ascended. So it's a big deal. Uh, that's the last command Jesus gave. Um, it's important. So missions, global missions, reaching all nations, not just our own nation, but all nations, is it's important. It's a command. It's something that... Um, we should be after as as Christians and as churches, um, and 
another thing I wanted to talk about is you'll you will find sometimes that there are eschatological reasons or um, I don't think I, I there's there's no way I just I spelled eschatological right but uh, <laughs> um, that's pretty much a big word for like end times like so basically some I've heard it preached that. You know, in in the book of Revelations, in the story, in the the picture of heaven, you get people of every tribe, every tongue, every nation in heaven. And we have people groups on earth right now that not a single person in that whole group of people has heard the gospel. They are, we call them unreached people groups. And those exist. There's quite a few of them on the earth. And it's important for us to try to reach the unreached. That's, That's important. Um, that, that's something that's significant, but um, you will hear the argument made that Jesus can't come until those groups are reached because there will be people of every tribe, every tongue, every nation. Um, I actually disagree with that. Um, not like strongly disagree, like... For you Platt fans, I'm, I'm eyeing them it, real good it. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard it, probably the best sermon I've ever heard, ever heard preached. Yeah. That was one of his points, and I would still say it's one of the best sermons I've ever heard preached. Um, I, I'm, I'm with him on that. Yeah. Me, me and David disagree with that, but go ahead. Keep yeah. Going. <laughs> um, so, and my, my reasoning behind this for disagreeing with that is that I firmly believe, and probably most of you also believe, that infants or... Um, you know, abortion is a big topic right now. Unborn infants or infants that, or children that die young um, before they reach an age of accountability, what that age is, I have no idea. But that they, um, when they're deceased, they go, they go to heaven. Um, so it's also, I mean, it's a fact that there has been children and infants that have died of every people group, every tribe, every tongue, every nation. And those children are in heaven. So there are already people of every tribe, every tongue, every nation in heaven. Um, and real quick, you know, you, you ask how, just some biblical evidence for why I believe um, children, that young children that die are in heaven, is when you look at in 2 Samuel chapter 12, uh, verse 23, David's infant child, um, that was that was born to him by Bathsheba after the whole Uriah incident. This is the child that actually was conceived while Bathsheba was still Uriah's wife. Um, this child dies, and David David is um, mourning this child while while he's sick, and then the child dies, and and his servants ask him, "You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child." died you arose and ate food he said while the child was still alive i fasted and wept for i said who knows whether the lord will be gracious to me the child may live but now he is dead why should i fast can i bring him back i shall go to him but he will not return to me so they it's the the key phrase there is i shall go to him david saying you know i will be where he's at Mm -hmm. um saying heaven I, i will see the child again um so I think that there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason that's in the Bible. There's a reason that phrasing is the way that it is. So that's a. Uh, it's a good argument. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I, I disagree. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no. Uh, um, look, first, first of all, these kind, these kind of the, what we're talking about. It's something here, hard to disagree on. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think I don't think disagree is the word. Even. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. But uh, uh, how about this? How do you think that 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 applies to the urgency for for world missions? Um, like, I, d- I don't think it takes away from it. Like, but I don't think I think the main reasoning for the urgency to missions is not the fact that it will bring the second coming of Jesus any faster, mm. but the fact that there are unreached people groups, and apart from hearing the gospel, mm-hmm. those the adults will die and go to hell never hearing the gospel mm. and that should create an urgency in us mm. um that's a good point and that's that's a very non-selfish urgency that's great and and, yeah. and two i mean it, we really need nothing more than just jesus commanded it mm. and we love jesus and he he saved us and we want to bring honor to him yeah and so we do what he commands us to do great point that that's that should be enough right there um, add on top of it the glory of God and the joy of all people, but so yeah, that's great. That's so I think those are, I, and I think the glory of God, the joy of all people, and Jesus commanding us are much more, I guess, unselfish mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. So how how would you um, how would you reconcile that? And I, that actually is a really good argument. That that almost can. I'm, I'm sort of we're sort of on the same wavelength right now. Uh, <laughs> we we weren't on the same wavelength yeah. before. Well, we th- <laughs> well I, I like I tend I I uh, I kind of when I when I look at when when I look at Matthew and it says that. Uh, sorry, I, I flipped his Bible yeah, pages sorry. to the Great Commission earlier and I <laughs> lost his place. Which is a good place to to, <laughs> to flip it to. Um, so uh, like uh, Matthew twenty four. Uh, 14 says the good news of the of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come um i traditionally see that as um as and i think of the uh, a big um what's the word i'm looking for the uh the pot the most i guess one of the popular beliefs is sort of like what david platt would preach is that um our evangelizing our global missions uh, God uses is by by His sovereignty. God uses uh, the the world missions of His church to bring about the second coming. Um, and uh, yeah, I sort of I sort of um, hold to to that. I sort of hold that um, all all tongues or all nations, all people groups have not been reached yet. But but then again, you're 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 yeah, you're, in, you're infant. We would also say though that there there have been people groups that have existed on this earth that were never reached. Like mm-hmm. there were, for example, there were tribes of Native Americans that mm. we know through archaeology that they existed, but they died out for some reason or another before mm. before Europeans and Europeans that eventually brought the gospel with them ever. Yeah, reached, hmm. you know, the, the new world. So yeah, so some of I that mean, does it. Yeah, yeah, that's does a great all argument. nations there mean every single? 
I think some. I think some of that is the God's wisdom and Him just knowing. Uh, like the the, whole, the argument is also if everyone dies through the or, <laughs> everyone does die, but that's not what I was trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's it's basic. It's fundamental to the the gospel that you only come go to the Father through uh, what Jesus did on the cross and through His blood, and so. Um, let's just let's take the for instance the uh, the argument of unborn children who die who are miscarried or um, God forbid you know aborted or something tragic like that um, having never come to a saving knowledge of uh, in the same way that me and you might come but with us being older and and the God and you know God bringing to, uh, by the Holy Spirit you know opening our eyes to the gospel um, you know, there's a mystery there of uh, the only way to the Father is through the blood of Christ on the cross. So that that's yeah. a mystery. Yeah. I, like I, in in some infinite way, I'm I think Piper touched on this also in one of his one of his podcasts actually. Um, but somehow there's a in there it's just a divine mystery that he's able to to I believe he's able to save. Yeah, and if the infinite, blood by the, the cross blood of does cross, apply, yeah. And I don't know yeah. how that works. Yeah. There, there's no way to know, and and well, from what we see. Yeah, in, and we could talk about this. This, yeah, we could. We're going down a rabbit trail. Oh, I'm sorry. Bit, I'm sorry. <laughs> we could, for maybe for another podcast, maybe like a Q and A podcast. Yeah, add another hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. So now we'll seven hundred pounds. So okay, so that's the why of world missions is um, glory of God, joy of all people, <laughs> obedience. Um, so now the how. How do we do this? Yeah. Okay. How how has this happened? How does it, does it happen? Um, so historically, I think probably the most effective uh, vehicle for world missions has been the persecution of the church. Uh, if you look at in the Book of Acts, by the way, if you're looking for a good resource, another shout out, another good resource on missions, um, the Book of Acts in your Bible. Is a <laughs> non-sponsored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this podcast is brought to you by the Book of Acts <laughs> by Peter. Yeah, but um, so Acts. So Jesus gives this command. He ascends into heaven. Um, Pentecost happens. Thousands of people are saved. The first church really started there in Jerusalem, and you would think, all right, Jesus gave them the command, so let's go, and they don't. <laughs> they stay there. Uh, they stay in Jerusalem. So then, eventually, you know, Stephen is stoned there, and the persecution of the church starts happening and forces them to spread out. And with the early Christians spreading, the gospel spreads. So, and then eventually to, you know, through the whole known world at the time. I think you also have examples like currently the uh, Syrian refugees the Christians that have been forced from Syria have taken the gospel with them and taken it to the places that they flee to um, you look at Korea when North Korea forced a lot of the Christians out they went all over Asia taking the gospel with them um, Jesus that's kind of God's sovereign way of pushing global missions and the spread of his gospel I think you also have um, a more organized way of of doing global missions, probably that us Americans, the Americans that are listening to this, are more familiar with. 
Um, and that, and I think it's most, um, most bestest, betterest, mm-hmm. most both, yeah. the best. Yeah, both. the best way to do that is <laughs> is through church planting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, you know, we when we talk missions, we talk about planting churches or helping local churches because the mission spreads through the church and through the local church, and we don't think it's in a very effective way of missions, even though it was done out of America for years where you're sending a group of people, they're kind of parachuting into a place and they're just on the streets, just handing out tracks and trying to get as many people saved in the week that they're, that they're there as they possibly can. And then they leave and there's no follow up. There's no nothing. A lot of times it leads to misunderstanding of what yeah, you're reading. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's why we think it's most effective to assist local churches and to plant new churches. Having said that, when churches are planted cross-culturally, another mistake that we've seen in global missions has been um, Western European and American missionaries trying to plant Western European and American churches mm. in different contexts, in Africa, in South America, and that typically doesn't work out great yeah i would i would say also if if all a a, uh, region has is just a bunch of short-term missionaries coming there all the time you never know what you know what the cocktail of stuff that they're hearing is yeah they could you you could hear what would be the true gospel which is is the power unto salvation yeah you know but there you could also hear distortions of the gospel if they're not care you know especially when you when, when if there are uh missionaries of you know younger kids which praise god that there's younger kids going on on missions but uh you know if there's no consistency there um and there's not an actual church body uh as Mm -hmm. we see in first and second timothy Mm -hmm. um then uh it can lead to a a lot of even apathy among new believers and um and of course you know god and no discipleship yeah and god designed the church yeah, uh, the organization of a church, local body, to uh, to assist with that and, yeah. in in a uh, in the Christian life in the spiritual life. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's so why church churches, local churches, planting churches is we think that's that's the way to do missions. That's that's what if you're if you're going on a mission trip, um, look to where you can assist a local church that's already active in in mission there that's why we love going to ukraine is because there's a solid um sound local church there that we assist and so when we're there for a week week and a half we're able to make relationships and we're able to you know assist them in different ways knowing that when we leave like they're still going to be there doing the work doing the discipleship Mm -hmm. doing the training doing the evangelism doing the the baptizing i mean there's mm-hmm. somebody there to baptize people when they um, are converted. Like that's that's a big deal. That's important. Um, so uh, another way a way that this happens through I think that most of us are familiar with. Like we're uh, Will and I and um, and Joy also attends. We we our churches are a part of the Southern Baptist Convention, and they uh they have their way of doing missions which i think is very effective is they have mission boards they have the international mission board that helps 
train and assess and fund missionaries mm -hmm. and all the Southern Baptist churches part of what they give goes to mm -hmm. that they call it the cooperative program I know the PCA um, has something similar um, theirs is a, a committee not a board but um, I also think really to do this effectively and this um, I heard this recently and it really hit home with me is you have to change I think you have to change your understanding of the global church and be more respectful of the global church I think Americans we typically can view the American church similar to the Jerusalem church in the book of Acts like we we are we're the ones that have figured it out and we're the ones that need we need to send people from America all over the world if they're going to be reached hmm. um, I think that's that's ignorant and disrespectful of other other churches and other groups of people all over the world that are also doing global missions are you, like, are you talking about just like just stylistically like yeah how, like how, just how the we, way we think how we do church yeah yeah, yeah the way we think um, because like places like South Korea are killing it missions wise you mm -hmm. know same there's places in Africa that are sending I mean at it, one time I heard that they're uh, as percentage wise according to their population they're like like per capita are sending way more yeah. missionaries out than the United States is yeah like, I, I, I think also what really hurts is that kind of thinking um, causes us when we go to a place we don't we think like when we get there that's when Jesus has started working there and I think it's important for when you go to a place to understand what Jesus is all what God's already done there understand the history of the church in that nation or in that place that you're at I think that's that's very important to to think through those things but we're running out of time and um, so I'd like to thank uh, red leather clothing again for for sponsoring us redletterclo.com go get you a shirt or a hoodie or a, a, a sticker they've got some really cool merch there um, we will be back soon. Hopefully soon you'll be listening to uh, an interview I had. Um, if you have any questions, any uh, soon we're going to start doing some Q&A episodes. Might even do those on site. at some. We have some uh, cool places in mind that might want to host um, some public Q&As that we'll get on, on a podcast. Um, so be sending some, some theological questions, some biblical questions. Send them our way. We can, do a, we, can, we should figure out a way to do like a lot a live Q and A thing. Yeah, yeah, That'd that's cool. a good idea. We'll be doing we thinking through getting ideas here live. Well, not live. We're recording this right now. It's not yeah, live. Yeah. Well, right right now in our it, when, while we're doing this, yeah. it's live. While you're listening, but when you're listening, yeah. it's yeah. probably a week or two or yeah. months <laughs> away from. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that might be coming your way. Also, you can reach us at to live as Christ Pod at gmail.com um, or find us Sports and Jesus Instagram, Facebook or to Live as Christ Podcast Facebook or Instagram um, y'all have a blessed week, day whatever time period you're listening to this, see ya see ya death is the exit to leave, here and we all will do it you think I'm ready, you got that right I look forward to it, you say I'm crazy for Jesus, that boy's done went insane but I wrote with Paul to live as Christ and to die as game 
The man, the woman who will set their one goal to commune with God and to be with Him, everything else will fall in place. Absolutely everything else will fall in place.